Hi, I'm Lindsay Boomershine, brand manager of High Five Gear. H5G has thousands of designs to choose from and no hidden artwork fees. How awesome is that? Have your jersey tell your story. Order online at www.high5gear.com today. Add H5G into your wardrobe and show off your individuality. Use code ABOVE180 at checkout for $20 off any H5G style. Order today and enjoy highfivegear.com. Hey, bowlers, Bowling This Month is back. Bowling This Month is bowling's trusted technical resource that's relied upon by thousands of serious bowlers, pro shop operators, and professional coaches. From independent ball reviews to great instructional articles on all facets of our sport, you'll find it all at bowlingthismonth.com. For less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, you can have online access to Bowling This Month's premium technical bowling content that will help you improve your game. Bowling This Month is so confident you'll be satisfied, they're offering a 14-day money-back guarantee to all subscribers. Check out BowlingThisMonth.com and sign up today. Hi, this is John Burkett, and you're listening to the Above180.com podcast with Tim Berg. Tim Berg is ready to hit the lanes, approaching the issues that you, the bowler, want to know. From the latest equipment reviews, coaching, to drilling layouts, and the stars of the PBA. Now, here's your host, Tim Berg. Joining us today on the Above180.com podcast is Vernon Peterson. Vernon is the pro shop manager at Cypress Lanes down in Winter Haven, Florida. He's also a former member of Team USA and does have one USBC Open Championship Eagle. Vernon, it's Tim Berg here. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, it's my pleasure being on again, Tim. Thank you for having me. All right, Vernon. Well, I thought we'd do a little bit of a recap on your USBC Open Championships and, and share some perspective and maybe help some of the folks still heading out to Syracuse. Uh, first off, let's begin with your overall impression of both the doubles and singles pattern and then the team pattern. Well, I mean, I knew the doubles pattern was going to be tighter definitely than the team pattern. Uh, it didn't play, to, when we got there, it didn't play as tight as I expected, especially compared to last year. Um, to me, we had more friction than we had last year. But it could have been because we were born in June. Lanes have been worn in. Uh, the the on center didn't seem to be a typical freezer like other convention centers have been in the past, too. I mean, a lot of variables that could have led to that, too. But, I mean, from what I've talked to and saw videos, I expected the singles-doubles to play a lot tighter than what they did. And I didn't expect to get that deep as I did at the end of singles. So, But end result was pretty good like i said the pattern definitely is longer in singles doubles in team um but like i said i had plenty of hook so yeah and so the you mentioned the on center let's talk about that a little bit because when they put out the topography reports that people have been looking at been hearing a lot of people say whoa some of these lanes are really really off um putting on kind of your your pro shop and and um equipment maintenance and and where you've been working in the bowling industry do you have see any um any thoughts as to why that may have happened with the new install that's a good question i mean i'm shocked when i heard that too it did it did hurt that we were i got the bowl with chris barnes this year on my team and he bowled the masters there and he had his little cheat sheet out there from when he bowled on every pair at the masters so that definitely never hurts to bowl with a hall of famer like chris barnes i mean one of the best five ever you know what I mean? So that, but we didn't see too much topography issues on our, on our two pairs. Um, we were on the end pair for 
team event, and there was a little one lane hook, a little more than the other, but not drastic difference. But I mean, I I'm shocked that uh, the singles and um, I mean the, uh, the the there has been so much talk about the topography for a new install. I'm really, even I mean, South Point, no one even mentioned it hardly, and they were just built what, a couple years ago. Yeah, you know I mean, so. Well, you bring up Chris Barnes, so yeah. let's let's go right there. I mean, he he won yesterday in in Oklahoma, needing all three in the tenth to beat Jacob Buttruff there for that tournament. What was it like bowling with him and and having someone like that on your team? Well, having him on my team, I mean, was definitely an asset. I mean, and I mean, I got the bowl with him twenty years ago when we were on Team USA. Um, we got the bowl the FIQ American Zone Championship, and we got the bowl. Uh, couple of the world champ uh world team challenge final so i mean i've known chris 20 years but it was really good to bowl with him again i mean to see him win yesterday i i was joking with him i sent him a text i was like uh i guess uh nationals was a good warm-up for you he goes <laughs> i guess so <laughs> but um like i said to get both chris barnes i mean i mean well to both barnes john Gaines, and jj three hall of famers you can't ask for much better teammates and this year we got the ball Wesley Lowell, great young kid. Um, definitely got a hell of a future. But like I said, I've been very fortunate with teams that I've got the ball with over the years. I mean, one year we had Norm Duke, and I got the ball team challenge with Pete Weber. I mean, probably three of the top ten best bowlers ever. You know what I mean? So when you get the ball with them, it just it's going to make you want to take your game, really focus harder, you know, take your game to next level so, and just – when you're able to bounce ideas off each other or like, okay, this lane's doing this. And it just makes, it makes it more fun, but also gives you a, a better chance to win. And we had, we had definitely had a chance to win. It just, thing just came a little short this year in team events. So. Yeah. Were you one of the teams and I've talked to some folks before who've got back from uh, Syracuse and they said, gosh, I felt like we left a lot of pins out there. Was that the case for you guys, or did you feel like, gosh, you got as much as you could get, and that was probably about all it was? Oh, no, we we definitely left some pins out there. I mean, we missed like six, seven makeables right there. I mean, um, we started off really good, and I shot 160. I mean, hell, I would shot 160 again the last game. If we if you would gave us 1130, we would have took the lead. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm I would have definitely took one for the team on that one, but we definitely left some pins out there. Um, team event hooked a lot more than I expected. I mean, both patterns at the on center hooked more for me and what I saw than they did at the Bowls Journal at Strike and Spare, and that that surface usually is always a hooking surface. So, like I said, the team pattern was definitely flat and definitely had a lot of friction in – it's like you couldn't really try to play straighter like you're supposed to on a shorter pattern. But once once I got in, I mean, it was just, uh, trying to trust it to throw it to the right because it was gonna, it was coming back from almost anywhere. <laughs> so yeah. So looking at some of the scores there, are you um, how confident are you are that they're going to hold up what they have? They're still obviously you know a little right around a month, maybe a little bit under a month left of the tournament. Are you thinking those scores are going to hold up? Well, um, the team team I think is going to the all events. Kurt Pion's all events I think really 
really, I mean, there's been a few people make a run at it, but the fact that he shot that and his team shot that so early in his tournament, I mean, and it's held up that long, it's, it's got a good chance. I mean, they're playable. I mean, they're not extremely tough, but they're, that's some very good ball on you. I mean, yeah, I mean, and then, in singles um, and doubles, in sing, I mean, singles, especially in singles doubles, to get the right pair and you guys play them right, I mean, it's they're they're very playable. Really, I mean, I was shocked how much we I had moved in singles doubles compared to what I've seen on videos where people finished. Um, but I mean, they're definitely they're definitely hittable. So I mean, the doubles and the singles are. That's still the, the leader is going to be sweating that one, I think for sure. Team event, I think that I think that one's going to be pretty safe. Yeah, currently leading doubles is fourteen fifty seven. So that's um, like you said, that's a pretty big number out of the gate to come out and shoot that. Yeah. On, on that pattern. So I uh, want to get your perspective on this. I had Chris Warren on maybe about a month ago, and one of the things Chris said is the USBC is making a, a bunch of different changes with things and um, and changing some of the rules as far as eligibility, et cetera. He said, um, his perspective, he said, why don't why don't we wall them up? Why don't we make them a little bit easier so that le your league, you know, your normal Joe Sixpack who goes out there with their maybe their four balls or six balls even, averages 210 in league, doesn't go out there and shoot 500 or 490, and and feel like they're wasting their money to travel to Syracuse. Problem is, the the Nationals has always been a little bit on the tough side for over a hundred years. So I mean, why change that now? You know what I mean, I mean, yeah, entries are going down, but I mean, there's a lot of variables why the entries going down. I mean, I would would I like to see maybe the patterns a little closer between the two. I mean, I mean, if you can't take, it's hard to take more than six balls on a plane. You know what I mean? So and you like this year the two paths were a lot different than the two, so I mean in distance wise, so I mean I would like to see maybe the paths a little bit closer, but um, my thing is I mean entries are going down. First of all, it's not it's getting more expensive to travel than ever. I mean just hotels, airfare, everything. It just I mean I mean part people have decided. Okay. Hey, I've I've been to Go Nationals for years, um, and some people do vacation, which is great. Some people try to pay for the trip by how well they do. So, I just um, I don't agree with walling them up. I mean, could the patterns be a little maybe a little closer, make them a little easier to use the same balls? Yeah, but I don't agree with walling them up. I mean, down here in Florida at our state tournament, the tournament director he rotates it like last year it was extremely hard for our state tournament this year they're very playable next year there might be medium i mean you can try that that atmosphere you know what i mean but well what about you know my yeah, thought my thought goes but, back to the year maybe in um it was in reno maybe the year pete thomas's crew did so well and there were some scores where you always had that thought of well someone else could go in there and shoot something too you know where they weren't completely walled up but they were they were a lot, you know, you may have left there again. Again, we're kind of, it's kind of the, the mentality and nature of people in general is you'd, you'd rather average 220 and not make a dime than average 180 and, 
and feel like and and not make a dime in essence, but you at least then have a better better number in your you know to to say. But is that something? If, I don't know if you recall that pattern. How tough that you know how tough or how oh, easy that pattern was. That pattern. I remember that pattern. That pattern was very playable. Um, that was the year after we broke the record. We held the record for one year. I mean, <laughs> luckily it didn't get beat the year we <laughs> broke it. And here, um, I think three teams, two or three teams, beat our record that year. I mean, that was a little bit. But it didn't bring any more entries, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes easier pads make you not have to think as hard. It makes it easier, but I don't know. I mean, I've seen, heard so many people go out there, I shot 580, and I d- double the money in brackets. You won't make them easy. <laughs> um, you have a 220, you still might not make a dime. But, I mean, when they're tougher, I mean, I've heard a lot of people say, yeah, I shot 190 my last my first game in team, and I got by all, almost all my brackets. I mean, I would rather grind for 192.10 and be able to make money in brackets than shoot 220, and lose them all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's. Um, last thing I want to hit on regarding this is your team is going to be be caught up in some of these new rules. Have you guys came up with a, a scenario or what you guys are going to be doing moving forward? Well, well, one thing, I mean, it was very emotional, this trip. I, mean, I know um, with John Gaines, I mean, and Mitch Mzinski, I mean, our whole original five that we won with, I mean, I can't, Scotty Neal can't be on our team because he's got a title. Um, me and Gaines, JJ can't both doubles together. I mean, our team is definitely falling apart. I mean, I think we're going to go different ways. I mean, I believe John Gaines is just not going to bowl right now um like i said unfortunately like i said me and jj can't bowl together um i'm glad we got the bowl the team we got the bowl this time to go try to go out with a bang and the top five finish <laughs> can't ask for much more than that i mean you always want to win but leaving with your name on the board it's always good to see i mean i don't see how this rule is gonna increase entries I mean, unfortunately, they're going to make people – I know they're trying to make people branch off and make teams. I think it's going to be – might be the opposite. Like I said, I mean, half our um, – John Gaines isn't playing a bowling next year. I mean, I don't know how many other people – I mean, we've talked about it, but like I said, I've got some offer to go on to other teams, so I really look at it. But um, well, rule, uh, I mean, how, how I many teams think, like uh, you're saying? Junior bowl is good. No, I was gonna say how many teams are going teams. are gonna do like what you're saying, where you know what? Instead of doing this, they're gonna go do the Greater Ozarks, or they're gonna put that money towards yeah. something else and um, and bowl that. Maybe maybe head out and do the New Mexico Open as a singles tournament, or they'll figure out a different way to bowl together. And I understand it's handicapped, and you got to give handicap to teams, et cetera, et cetera. But my understanding from a lot of teams and a lot of people I've talked to privately. And even on podcasts, is it's it's like you said, it's your fellows and the guys you like to bowl with. Because of what you average is what you average. It's more the camaraderie and the being able to bowl with the people you'd like to bowl with. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it might be fifty-fifty. I mean, I mean, I don't see entries going up. Although it's going to Vegas next year, right? Vegas, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Vegas next year. But entries always up in Vegas, so you won't see the total effect to. Reno, the following year, for sure. 
in my opinion. But like I said, the the junior team rule is the one that really gets me because they beat junior bowlers, and a lot of these guys bowl league now. I mean, some have gone on to professional careers or adult team USA, but I mean, the junior team rule makes no sense to me, in my opinion, because they beat juniors, I mean, 20 years ago, and they're punished. They can't bowl with their former junior team members either. I mean, I've seen whole, t- I mean, two whole teams I know from their bowl junior team that stay together. Can't bowl together next year. I mean, it just, I don't see how it can, it's going to increase entries. I, I don't remember hearing too many people bitch because our team was together. I mean, you, you're trying to build tradition and legacies. That's what ABCs was all about. The Budweiser team, the Stroh's teams, I mean, Wisconsin teams, the Lynn's team, all those teams, I mean, you just broke them up till they're 60. Quick reminder as well, please remember, check out BowlingThisMonth.com, bowling's best and most comprehensive technical resource all at your fingertips, bowlingthismonth.com. Seeing some great stuff on the site right now regarding the PWBA. Always do a great job covering that. Your ball reviews on your left-hand side. And also, don't forget, please check out the BTM tournament, the Bowling This Month tournament, being held in conjunction with the Open Championships in Syracuse. There's a, a great deal at, at the Maplewood Suites as well. So if you check out the website, Rick Ramsey has all the details there. Again, Rick and his wife, Gail, do a great job of running the BTM tournament. So you can check out that, check out the room deals, check out everything. Go to bowlingthismonth.com. Also, please remember to check out h5gbrands.com as well. Thousands of jerseys to design. You can design your own jersey. Dye supplemented jerseys, these are great. These are the ones you see that Kyle Troop wearing out on the uh, PBA Tour. On the PWBA Tour, you see lots of talented folks like Elisa Current and Lindsey Boomershine wearing those jerseys. So check all of those out. H5GBrands.com. You can be as flashy as you want. Maybe you just want a few different logos on there, but check all of that out. H5GBrands.com. $20 off your first order. Use the code ABOVE180. Put that in at checkout. You're going to get $20 off. You can help you design it. Very straightforward, very streamlined process. Show your individuality on these jerseys. Again, check everything out, h5gbrands.com. Again, Vernon Peterson joining us on the Above180.com podcast. Vernon, you're probably what uh, you'd probably describe yourself as a bit of a weekend warrior type bowler. So let's talk about, though, because you have a career and you do stuff outside of bowling. Let's talk about how you make the choice of which tournaments to bowl, which tournaments to skip, and just provide some advice for some folks out there who are looking to bowl more events but not overload their schedule. Well, the biggest thing I look for, I mean, well, being in Florida, I mean, I got to fly to everywhere. I mean, usually I like tournaments, like Proprietor Cup, because you have more than one event. Um, but like challenged. The stuff that have like two to three events in a weekend that can help. If you don't have one good event, you still can make money that weekend. Um, easy access tournaments we can fly into or maybe more than one airport. Um Anything ten grand or more um, gets my attention because I mean, you come in top five, you're gonna make money for the weekend. Top ten usually, depending on basically, like I said, guaranteed money and how far down it goes. Um, but you, you have to figure on if you're in fly someplace and expenses. I mean, travel you're gonna be looking at six, well, probably about seven hundred bucks just in car, hotel, and flights. So you gotta make sure. The payout's good enough. Um, 
newer tournaments are always a gamble, especially with the guaranteeing five grand or ten grand on top, because next spot down could be a thousand, depending on entries. But tournaments that have been very successful over the years, New Mexico Open keeps growing. That's a, a no brainer, especially if you're on the West Coast. Um, the Provider Cup just keeps getting higher. Any of Billy's tournaments, I've, I've always, I'll always try to get to because his first place pays. He pays down um, the Bradley um, move centers to Louisville. Still great turnouts, good payouts, stuff like that. I mean, those tournaments. I mean, if you're a true amateur tournament, uh, if you can bowl the true the tap tournament, you should definitely bowl that um, because. I mean, it's a little longer tournament, but it's in Vegas. You have a lot of options, a lot of chances to make money. So stuff like that. I mean, um, even like the PBA Extra Frames event, if they're in their area, I mean, you're going to be bowling against the best in the world on their patterns, but the, the ratio for payout is good. So if you cash, usually you can make money for the weekend or pay for the weekend. But, I mean, the biggest thing is, depending on where you live in the country is – Makes it easier to bowl a lot more stuff. Like the, the Midwest, I mean, if you can drive to them or go with a buddy and can take more than six balls, if it's 5,000 or more, I'd definitely be in my car and going for sure. So, Vernon, I want to hit on something you brought up. There was the pro tournament. One of the things that, you know, you bowl on stuff, and those guys, those pros, are the best in the world, and then they're also conditioned, so they know this week we're bowling on Viper, Cheetah, Chameleon, et cetera. What is your thought? Do you have any different uh, – so they kind of know where to stand in a lot of cases. What is your thought on that, and, and how do you approach those tournaments any different? I know they've kind of t- tried to, you know, tweak the patterns just a little bit. Yeah, but, I mean, if, unless it's a brand-new Viper, I mean, those pros have all bowled on it already before several times. So, I mean, it's like you walk into uh, a guy in, in his house bowling league and you want to bowl in pot games. I mean, you're going it on his on – his, uh, floor you know what i mean i mean i'll go bowl against anybody anywhere i mean I'm, i mean i enjoy bowling the pba stuff when i can i just i chose not to go make that venture in my life but i mean i still hit one or two of the extra frames throughout the year but i know what the scoring pace is going to be like on those patterns and i know same thing as like you're gonna have to take your game up a little bit but that's how you're only gonna get better too but, I mean, there's so much easy access to bowl these patterns. I mean, most of your centers will put them down for you that you can practice on them so you get an idea. But, like I said, you're going to bowl um, a PBA pattern, a PBA tournament and a PBA pattern, you're going to you know you're going to have to be at the top of your game. But that's why I like bowling the Masters when I can because it's not a PBA pattern. Um, use the scoring pace. You can grind, get a check. Um, it's three three blocks. Um, usually, the, the angles you can play out in. It it doesn't favor one type of player. Well, years ago, if you went to Reno, it was going to favor the left side, but that's gotten better. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, the payout's good. The ratio down's good. I mean, like I said, if if, if you want to get your feet wet, the ball gets pearls. I mean, ABC, the USBC Masters is one of the best patterns to do it for sure. All right. Again, Vernon, my final question I have for you. I've been hearing a lot about some of the sights and sounds and places to eat and drink in Syracuse. 
I've heard a lot about the barbecue place there. Let's not talk about that. Aside from the barbecue place, what place would you recommend someone go if they're looking to, uh, they're still heading to Syracuse? Oh, we, we had a great dinner at Joey's Italian restaurant up by Carrier, Carrier Circle. Um, it was fabulous. Good helpings. Um, yeah, I mean, the ambiance was good. You know, it's kind of older building, Italian atmosphere. I mean, it was really good. Awesome. I mean, that's, we ate there, we ate the barbecue place. Um, then we hit the road for Boston on Thursday morning. So we didn't get, the, get a full John Janowitz tour of eating in Syracuse, but <laughs> we made up for a little bit in uh, Boston. So, well, I, uh, I appreciate you making some time. I know you're very, very busy down there with all of your, uh, your responsibilities and your, and your pro shop and everything you got going. So, um, want to thank you again, Vernon, for joining us. And by all means, you know, we'll um, appreciate you sharing your insight on the, on the tournament and things moving forward for you guys and the team. Well, thanks for having me, Tim, as always. And anytime.